Hi, and welcome to the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast. I am your host, Suzanne. I am a author, a motivational speaker, a minister, a life coach, and a leader with over 20 odd years of experience leading multi-million dollar corporation. And this podcast is about pushing you to live your best life. My goal is to inspire, to motivate, and to empower. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the show. So it's happened. The election is finally over. And I don't know about y'all, but I needed a break. I needed a mental break. I needed an emotional break. I needed a spiritual break. Before the election happened, um, as you know, I've talked about it. I celebrated my birthday. Yep, your girl turned 44 and fabulous. Of course, you know, I had three different outfits for three different nights of celebration. Definitely was safe, though. Had to follow the rules for COVID and ensure that I was only with, you know, trusted friends and family member and not over the limit and all that. But I had such a phenomenal weekend and I am so grateful to God for blessing me with another year. I am so grateful to my sister who threw me a wonderful party and I felt like the bell of the ball, which I was, of course. But, um, you know, and then after that, the election was a couple of days later and, you know, all this leading up to the elections, you know, I, I, I've never been more engaged in an election. You know, my proudest moment was when I became a citizen and I had voted for President Barack Obama. And I do absolutely believe that my vote counted and it helped. And, you know, I've done a couple of shows talking about why your vote matters. But I am telling you, there were some moments there um, after the election when, you know, I was like, is this, like, what's going to happen? I And I had genuine fear, um, you know, as a Black woman, you know, just wondering what was going to happen if we had the current administration in the White House for another four years, if the current administration lost what the, his supporters and followers would do. And, you know, I was terrified. I mean, the night of the election, I was concerned about driving home. I was concerned about my husband driving home, my brothers and my cousins and, you know, things like that. So that was a very, very emotionally draining week. And then after that, all this was happening with the election. And I'm wondering, um, you know, I'm trying not to watch it, right? But I would like jump on and check it. I, I'll be on CNN. And I will admit, I even checked out Fox News, which is something I don't do because I think they have a very, very, um, how can I put this diplomatically? I think they have a very um, absent relationship with the truth. How about that? It's a very remote relationship with the truth. So I truly try not to watch them, but I figured it's the stats, right? You know, how can you manipulate the stats? So I was checking everywhere. And, um, I even remember election night, I, uh, stayed up so late. I had to get to work the next morning, um, because there was a big event happening at my job and I was up to like 3 a.m. I said I wasn't watching it, but I just kept jumping up and watching it and watching it and watching it. So this show that I'm doing today, it's called, Hey You, Are You Okay? And here's why I think this show is going to be important because after the election, during the election, 
before the election, I was not okay. Um, there were plenty of people that I spoke to that were not okay because people that had to live under the you know, the current administration, oppressive, racist, xenophobic, narcissistic, um, racist ways. Um, it was very tough and it was very challenging. Um, you know, personally, I think that one of the things that the current administration did, it's made it okay to attack people for their race, their gender, their skin color, their sexual identification, you know, and all these things. So as a black woman who was very proud of my heritage, um, you know, I see people like looking at me and, you know, they're getting ready to start something. But I thank God for the God that is in me, that I always believe in treating people with kindness. And I've been able to de-escalate so many different situations, but I know that not everybody has been so successful. I mean, I've talked about the deaths and, you know, the beating and the incarceration of so many people of my kind um, just defending themselves. So I'm grateful again to God for not being placed in a situation where I it came to that and, you know, where my life or my freedom was threatened. But I thought that the very sanity of our nation, the very moral fiber of our nation was at stake. Raising young girls in this culture was terrifying because, you know, it's important what they think about themselves. It's important that they believe that they're capable of anything. And, you know, unfortunately, there's just so much out there with social media and all of this. And as much as you try to shield them, here we live in a society which was consistently telling them that they don't matter. They, you know, they shouldn't exist. Or if they do exist, there's only certain roles and things for them. So, you know, honestly, it, it was tough. It was very, very draining emotionally, like I said, spiritually, mentally, all the tally, right? So I wanted to talk uh, and ask you guys, how are you guys feeling after the election? And thank you. Um, your girl was tired. I just, you know, I, I wanted to do an episode and it was just so much going on that I was just like, you know what, Suzanne, I wanted to put out the best episode that I thought. And I didn't want to just do it by routine or by rote. And I felt that I needed to just shut off social media for a bit, just in terms of just watching the results and all of that. And I was so excited when we finally um, got the news um, who won because I was, it was so close to call. I don't know about you, like send me your feedback at Suzanne at positively Suzanne.com, like, or, you know, hit me up on social media, but I was very, very concerned, um, just the closeness of the race. I honestly thought that once people saw all that this current administration was capable of, um, just the utter chaos, um, for the past four years, they would have, you know, just come out and says like, let's just get back to the place where we treat everybody as equals, where we treat everybody as human beings. And let's try to build a better society, a better America. But, you know, it was so close and his support actually rose in some demographics. So that was a a tad scary to me. And, you know, after the election, I just, like I said, I just took a social media break in terms of watching things about the elections. I still posted my stuff, but just, I couldn't follow along the election and just like get this information. I'm like, okay, I just need to know who won. So when it was finally announced that 
President-elect Joe Biden was the projected winner and my girl Kamala Harris was the projected um, vice president. I mean, wow. I was just beyond excited. Um, my daughters were like jumping for joy. Um, you know, my, my older daughter did not allow me to record her reaction because, you know, she's a teen now. Look, God help me. And, um, no, she's a good teen, but, um, you know, they were just so excited. And my seven-year-old daughter who before this current situation, I don't know if I would have spoken to her about the importance of your vote and election and things like that, but I think she saw me so engaged and, she wanted to know, you know, what it meant to vote and when she can vote. And she was all ready to vote, poor girl. Um, but I told her when she was 18, she can get that vote. And, you know, my other daughter, she's so excited she'll be able to vote in a few years. So the next election, she'll be able to vote. So I am very, very excited. You know, what I love about my kids is that they're able to listen to the issues. But one of the things I also found out, it's, my kids were talking about with other kids their age. And I I think that's one of the things about this election, right? Everybody was talking about it, whether you were on, you know, Joe Biden's side or you were on the other side. Um, Kids were talking about it. And my seven-year-old was very engaged. She was talking about it. You know, she was excited when Kamala was chosen as the VP. You know, the fact that a Black woman, the fact that an Indian woman was chosen, the fact that a woman was chosen. So many barriers, right? So many glass ceilings shattered. And like I said, she was just so excited and ecstatic when... Um, they won and it's, it's still ongoing. There's contest in the votes in certain states in this state, and there's so much hoopla and everything. But the latest information is that no matter what happens, it, you know, Joe Biden is going to be our president come January, 2020. And I'm excited about that, but I wanted to ask you how you're doing. Um, for me, um, personally, it is a great sense of relief. I am happy um, that he won. Um, I do believe that there's a ton of work to be done. I think that he did make a lot of promises um, on the campaign trail. And I think the fact that he chose a woman VP um, says something great. Um, he's always st- struck me as a gentleman. Um, he's always struck me as somebody that you know, we'll fight for the little man. Um, you know, I liked him when he was the VP under President um, Barack Obama. So I am looking forward to what he's going to do. In his very first address to the nation, you know, he talked about embracing everyone. He talked about, um, you know, the United States, even those that did not vote for him, he's going to be the president of, you know, for everybody. And that's, you know, that's truly what we want. We want unity. We want, um, obviously systemic racism to be addressed. We want, um, police, um, brutality and things like that to be addressed and all these issues, healthcare, COVID-19. I mean, have you been watching the news? And I don't want people to be walking around terrified, but I think that people need to be walking around careful. There is COVID-19 is at an all time high, like all these towns, they're red towns and, you know, cases, people are still dying, you know, my daughter, I had made the decision to keep my kids home and do remote schooling because I wasn't ready to send them to school. And, you know, I'm still on the email chain. And I, you know, it's like each day you get a letter that there was another 
positive case in the school is another case and another case. And then finally, Friday night, um, I got the call or the email, I should say, I got a call that there's an email and a text that there's an email. And, you know, they decided to do fully remote for my my daughter, the seven-year-old school. And, you know, luckily for me, um, my kid was already at home, but I can't imagine, you know, what it means to those parents who do not have the option to keep their kids at home. It's just so hard, but to find this out on Friday and they sent an email and they apologized and I get it. I understand they're trying to do the best for their child, but can you imagine getting that email? You have to figure out, you know, what you're going to do for work, the kids and all that. So, and it's an elementary school. So there are a lot of young kids there. So, I mean, it's a tough time. And I think the fact that um, president-elect Joe Biden has already had had, you know, set up a task force and is looking to address, um, you know, COVID-19 strategies, things like that, what we're going to do. I know that they are, you know, fully, fully confident in this vaccine that should be out soon from Pfizer. Um, you know, it's uh, it's not 100% effective, but when will this be 100%? When will it be distributed? So there's a lot of factors that go into it, right? I mean, I'm personally, I mean, Black folks are scared. They do not want to be test subject. I don't want to be a test subject. We know what happened back in the day when, you know, they use um, black folks as labs wrap and, in, you know, injected them with things. So I personally, I, it's not, the vaccine is not something that I'm looking forward to say, you know, yay, I can't wait to take it. I absolutely want to there to be a vaccine where, you know, I'm not hearing every day that there's these cases that people are dying, that pe- like towns are turning red, that hospitals are overrun and, you know, we're out of PPE. And I don't know if we're going to face another lockdown, but I do remember Dr. Fauci had said that there was going to be another surge in the winter months. So, those are some of the things that I'm grateful for that I think that we have somebody that's stable, somebody that has the um the intellect and the common sense to address the issues that are affecting the nation. So that's how I'm feeling about that. On the other hand, I'm also feeling a bit apprehensive about the retaliation of the supporters of the current administration, what they would do to you know, me and people that look like me. And, you know, it's hard because you're at work and this is not something that you talk about at work, right? Um, It depends on the organization, but, you know, I am where I work, I do supervise a lot of people. So I don't have the conversations with the people that I supervise. And, you know, actually come to think of it, I don't have the conversation with my peers or my superiors, but there is a genuine concern for me. I do remember, you know, the night, um, off the election, I had said to my boss that, you know, um, And like I said, we had a big event the next day. And I said, you know, I really wanted to get out on time because I was concerned about what was going to happen driving home. It's, you know, the times changed and it's darker in the evening, you know, especially then. And I will tell you that when I'm driving on the highway, and remember I said this episode is called, you know, hey, you, how are you doing? Um, When I'm driving home on the highway and I see myself um, driving and I see myself surrounded by these vehicles and, you know, and I say surrounded, but that's how it feels to me, um, you know, and they have their Trump flags and their Trump stickers and Trump hence 2020. And, you know, they might not be thinking off me, but my first initial thought when I 
look to my left and look to my right. And in front of me, I see these cars with these stickers and, you know, it's mind over matter, right? I am like, okay, what's happening here? And it's never anything. And I'm able to, you know, go along safely and they're trying to get home too. But I will tell you, it puts a genuine fear in me. And one of the things, you know, I think organizations need to do, they need to do a better job of addressing issues like this. They do need to do a better job of talking to people um, that work for them. You know, how are they feeling after the election? Because I will tell you, while there's genuine relief that Joe Biden won and Kamala Harris won, there is also um, genuine fear of what can happen and what can still happen Um I'm experiencing it. So like I tell you, it's emotionally draining, um, spiritually draining, mentally draining. And if I personally wasn't me, if I didn't have God in my life, if I didn't have my faith to hold on to, if I wasn't a person that just honestly, I'm a big walking positivity, um, you know, uh, a boulder, right? Or whatever. Boulder doesn't move, but you get what I'm saying. You know me. Um, I'm just all about positivity. But even me, with all my hope, with all my faith, with all my positivity, with all my inspirational thought, with all my motivational sp- thoughts, with all my empowering thought, have to take a moment and step back and says, there is genuine fear about what's going to happen. Yes, there is genuine relief that the current administration won't continue, but there is genuine fear. Um, And what are organizations doing to address that? Um, But until they do something to address that, I want to ensure that you're doing something to address that. So a couple of steps that has worked for me. Take a moment and breathe and acknowledge your feeling know that it is okay to feel the way you're feeling and don't let anybody, you know, come at you. Don't let anybody tell you that your feeling is wrong. Um, just breathe, let out a deep breath, inhale, exhale. It's overrated. I know, but you know what? We need to do it because if you can't do it, you're dead. So inhale, exhale, and have your feeling, have your moment, whether it's relief Um, And I hope it's relief that, you know, things might be going towards a better place. And even though we don't know what the type of president Joe Biden is going to be, what we do know is we cannot continue with the way that we were um, for the past couple of years. So breathe, take that moment, Um, do something for you that brings you peace emotionally spiritually and mentally, whether it's shutting down social media and not listening to even your favorite news outlet, just take maybe a 24 hour fasting break from, and I say social media because honestly it's faster (laughs) to get your news because CNN, ABC, the New York Times, Washington Post, they all have, you know, Instagram handles and things like that, where you can listen to information. So it's not even from celebrities. You're getting these things. You can get briefing from the White House and things like that. So 
take a fasting break, like just say 24 hours. I'm not going to put anything in me that has anything to do with the election. And you know, when those football players or uh, football fans, I should say, right. They feel like if they wear the same Jersey or the same, God help us, jock strap or underwear or whatever, if they don't wash it every time their favorite teams play, their favorite team is going to win. The election's over. So I know maybe we felt that if we stayed in the same position and stared at the TV a little longer, you know, our team would win. Joe Biden would win. So they've already won, right? They've already won the Super Bowl. So after you've taken that moment, take that fasting and just relax and let it go. And then have conversations with somebody, somebody that you are able to have a respectful conversation with and just really talk about your feelings. Um, I think during this time, people are hurting and finding somebody that you can speak to without feeling judged. So if it's a friend or a family member, great. If you can talk to a life coach, if you can talk to a counselor, a guidance counselor, um, a therapist, anybody, just somebody that you can just have the conversation with that, you know, lets you know that it's okay to have your feelings and it's okay to just say, wow. For a moment there, I almost lost it. So those are just the three things I'm asking you to do. Breathe, take a fasting break from all this overload of information, and then talk about it. Talk about it with somebody else, somebody that will understand how you're feeling, somebody that, you know, will listen, um, and somebody that they might not even give you advice, but just to listen, I find that's a big help. I have a friend that her and I talk um, quite frequently about, you know, the election, just the emotions that went with it and things like that. And, you know, all these things that I'm recommending that you do, I did them. I did stop. I took a breath. I did um, take a moment away from social media um, and listening to the news. I did talk to a trusted friend and confident. And we had, you know, conversations where I was able to share my fears and my concerns. And if you have a good relationship with your superiors, um, you know, maybe encourage them to, you know, talk about it because, I do know that people are hurting and I do know a lot of people are afraid to talk about it because they feel that they'll be looked at, you know, in a funny way. Personally, I am so glad, um, you know, for the people that surround me, um, you know, I am able to have the conversation with my daughters. Um, I'm able to have the conversation with my spouse. I'm able to have the conversation with, you know, a few select family members and I'm able to have the conversation with, you know, a few close friends. So I really hope that you have that person to talk to because listen, it's a trying time. It's a different time. And, you know, during all this, right, when we're dealing with this election, we're dealing with Corona, which seems to be like, listen, I'm not leaving this party yet. I want to come out and play a little longer. So do what you got to do to take care of you. If you're not good, do everything you can to make yourself good because you are worth it. You are so worth it. And you know, my platform is all about encouraging you and empowering you. And you need this. This election took it out of all of us. 
and we have until January 20th, um, you know, for the inauguration day. But in the meantime, take care of you. All right. So until next time, um, this is Suzanne. I am going to encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, go ahead and leave a review. I truly love to hear from you guys. If you want to email me at Suzanne at PositivelySuzanne.com, go ahead and do that. I am available on all major platforms. I'm available on Apple and Amazon and Spotify and iHeart and TuneIn and Stitcher and Deezer. And I mean, there's so many um, platforms that I'm on. At this point, I don't even know all of them. I think I try to share them on my social media because every time I see another platform that it's available, I do go ahead and sign up just to, it's, it's more me, right? It's more of me. So it gives you an opportunity to hear more of me. So go ahead and subscribe, go ahead and share, go ahead and like, go ahead and recommend to your friends and your family. And last thing, if you're not okay, find somebody to talk to, because I want to make sure that you are okay. But until next time, this is Suzanne signing off and Suzanne saying, I got you.